Never seen that. Never. You've never seen Little Nicky. No. No. Jeremy. What's Little Nicky? It's it's about the tenth, eleventh best Sandler movie. It's it's. Oh, I yeah. I don't like Adam Sandler though. This is. Oh, well, I think it's time to end the pod today. Oi oi, stole that from Jeremy, and welcome to the All Our Themes podcast, the uninformed and yet equally opinionated gander into the sporting world. As always, my name is Alistair Kirk, and once again, I am joined by my two fantastic co-hosts. First up, is there an athlete who has pissed him off this week? Almost certainly. It's Jack Green. <laughs> good afternoon. Good evening, gentlemen. I don't know what time of day it is. Good to see you both. It's dark. It could generally just be three o'clock in Scotland. We honestly don't know. Uh, Jack, good to see you. And across the pond, thousands of miles away in person, but very close to our hearts. He is still unsure if Manitoba actually exists. It's Jeremy Curo. That's true. How are we doing, boys? Uh, before we get started, two quick things. Uh, I just finished re-listening to last week's pod, and I have very uh, quick notes, one for each of you. Uh, I really enjoyed when Jack uh, made the Jackson 5 joke and how hard he laughed at his own joke. <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, I didn't comment on Ali. Your segue from the brood into Christian was absolutely A plus. So nice work there. Well, thank you very much, Jeremy. That's very kind. I thought you were fantastic as well. Uh, I, I do actually need to uh, make an apology from last week's podcast. If you haven't listened, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, please get that downloaded into your feed and listen on your commuter while you're making your lunch or having your tea. Um, which was that, uh, Jack, you, you said Jackson, Missouri, and I just patronized you and said it was in Mississippi. Well, I Googled Jackson, Missouri, and it exists. So uh, just my humblest apologies. I've uh, been guilty all week. And uh, yeah, shout out to anyone from Jackson, Missouri, I suppose. I'm an idiot and it's remarkable that the three of us are here as friends tonight. And ladies and gentlemen, we are here though. So thank you very much for tuning in once again to the All Over Teams podcast. Spotify, CastBox, Apple Pods, Acast, you name it, we will be there. Apple Pods, give us a cheeky five-star rating, get those algorithms going. Uh, free pint in Canada, a high five in Scotland. Uh, we're also on Instagram, at All Our Teams. Jack, Twitter, have you been on recently? Absolutely not. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> and also, I don't believe anyone's emailed us in Gmail. Rude. But I didn't actually log in, so <laughs> we might have, I don't know, 20, 20 fan questions that I've not, I've not adhered to. Uh, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, please hit us up on Instagram at all our teams. And please, yeah, spread the word, all our teams, we are here. And uh, we hope you are enjoying. Uh, what's on the show for you this week? Well, we're going to update you on just how bad our teams are. We are going to make some bold Sporting predictions for twenty twenty one. Jack hosts the quiz. It's uh, the return of Iron Iron Cheek tweet of the week, which is a st- I'm gonna really have to learn that name of that segment because that was a tongue twister. Uh, a brand new segment, um, parental guidance. It's Jack's twat of the week. So looking forward to that one. Uh, before we delve into our favourite top threes. But gents, as we do each week, we'll start off by just moaning um, incessantly about our our own teams. Might have just made a word up there, but let's uh, let's move swiftly on. Jeremy Curo, the New York Jets. They played on Sunday. Talk about it. Well, uh, yeah, played in quotations because they lost to Seattle by what forty something. I don't know. I zoned out. <laughs> I watched Red Zone all day, and I don't think I saw them on offense once. 
Uh, so, <laughs> so there's that. But uh, like I say every week, things are going according to plan. So uh, good news, actually. Uh, the Raptors, their rookie Malachi, Malachi sorry, Flynn, has looked very good so far in preseason. Looks like they might have another uh, late first-round steal there. Uh, but more importantly, my USC Trojans play in the Pac-12 championship game this Saturday. And while this podcast may come out after it's already happened, I don't have my hopes set too high on it. Uh, they were originally supposed to play one of Jack's candidates for a team, the Washington Huskies. However, they had to pull out, so they're now playing the Oregon Ducks. Uh, Oregon has been killing USC over the last few years, so here's to hoping that can change this year. Jeremy, the Washington Huskies, is that the, the Crimson No, flag? that's Washington State uh, Cougars. Oh, I've <laughs> <laughs> oh, so much to learn, but we will get there, ladies and gents. Uh, Jack Green, how are things in the world of UK sports for yourself, and also US sports? We love them all. Um, Norwich have, have forgotten the plan, so they're uh, they're winning consistently. Um, two one all the time, which is weird. Um, but another two one win last night over Reading, who are a playoff contender as well, put some three points top of the league. Very nice. Top at Christmas normally means good things. Um, Seattle Sounders made it to yet another MLS Cup. Um, Jeremy messaged me after having a bad day of work on Saturday to to remind me that there could be some good news. Over the horizon, unfortunately, a 3-0 loss to a team that sounds <laughs> like a, an elementary school study group, the Columbus Crew. <laughs> Not great. Um, <clears throat> moving swiftly on, uh, Buffalo Bills, uh, of course, beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are now 11-2, and two weeks in a row losing, first of all, to the Washington football team, who have stolen Buffalo Thunder in my eyes. Um, <clears throat> my bold prediction from a couple of weeks ago is looking mighty handsome right now. Um, and finally, the Minnesota Golden Gophers defeated the Nebraska Cornhuskers in the $5 Bits of Broken Chair trophy game, if you remember that from our uh, our college oh, yeah. rundown. Shout out to Dave Pete, the lad that took on the Cornhuskers. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, Jack, as you alienate uh, one uh, listener of the podcast, I will correct myself because I said U.S. sports. Um, as we know, a majority of our listeners live in Canada. I meant North American, so I humbly apologise before I alienate the majority of our fan base. This is going well. Jack, thank you for that wonderful update. Uh, for myself, I thought I'd do things a little differently this week. Um, my teams are my teams. Uh, Spurs lost 2-1 to Jeremy's beloved Liverpool. Uh, last night, we're no longer top of the table, Hearts. We're in the Scottish Cup final. Bizarrely, last year's Scottish Cup final this weekend against Celtic. So I will update you on the next podcast how things went. Uh, people are saying this is Hearts' best opportunity at beating Celtic. So I imagine we'll lose 3-0. <laughs> um, Arizona 2020 is going well. 26-7 win for the Cardinals over the Giants. Arizona 2021 not going so well. Uh, we've not even reached uh, 2021 yet, and the Phoenix Suns are 0 3 in preseason. But it's preseason. Calm down. We're fine. Um, West Virginia basketball, Jeremy, mm. uh, fourth in the Big 12. Do you know anything about my beloved Mountaineers in college basketball? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> okay, brilliant. So we'll move swiftly on then, because I thought uh, what I would do is I'd update Jeremy on the teams that he doesn't even know he supports. Now, I don't know if you remember a couple of weeks ago, um, we. we we decided, we just picked four teams for Jeremy to support, so I thought I would just give you a, a brief overview for you and for the listeners at home who may be also following these wonderful teams. So we'll start off with the pod favourite, it's the Blue Brazil, it's Cowdenbeath. <laughs> now, Cowdenbeath, Jeremy, 
Uh, it's in your beloved Fife. Uh, they are currently ninth in League Two. Now that may sound brilliant, but there are there's only ten teams in oh, the league. Oh, terrific! Uh, so they are, yeah, they're se- they're second bottom. Um, they're on a four game losing streak. They've played seven. They've won one. Um, but next up is an absolute clash of the titans, Jack. I bet you'll agree with this. Uh, Scotland will be on the edge of their seats. It's ninth place Cowdenbeath play tenth place tenth place Brecon City. Oh, so. Good luck and enjoy that one. Uh, fun fact about Brecon, it's not even a city, so not even sure why it's <laughs> Brecon City. Uh, next up, uh, it's Josh Luton Town, uh, 13th in the English Championship. That's out of 24 teams. That's 12 places uh, below Jack's beloved Norwich City. Uh, played 19-1-7. Uh, they actually lost last night, unfortunately, to 10-man Middlesbrough. Uh, next up is high-flying Bournemouth, who, by the way, Jack, you may have noticed, had two players that decided to just fight at the end of the game in Bournemouth the other day. Did you see that? I didn't see that. What happened? Um, I can't remember one of the guys, but he took a shot and didn't square the ball. So Stanislav, who thought he should have had the ball squared to him, just went up and started trying to punch him, basically. Oh wow! Uh, and they had to get yeah, they had to get split up. So add that to the list of Premier League or, or not Premier League, but just footballers who have uh, tried to punch each other. Uh, next up, we're, let's move on to rugby. Coventry Wasps. Uh, I think this is really <laughs> the, the big one for you, Jeremy. Uh, they made the Premiership final last season, so understandably, we'd go into the season with high hopes. All our teams, we've jumped on the bandwagon, which is why uh, they're currently 10th out of 12 teams. Uh, played three, won one. Um, they won in the Champions Cup next up to Montpellier, but yeah, it's not going well for last year's underdogs, who we all loved in the Gallagher Prem. And then Munster. Now, this is the team for you, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, the Munsters, uh, they're currently top of Conference B in the Pro 14. Played 7-1-7. The downside is they're a massive rival of my beloved Edinburgh Rugby, so I'm just furious, absolutely furious uh, at this. Um, but yeah, they're doing well in Europe as well. So it's mixed, as it always is with all our teams, but the teams that you didn't know you support, I don't know, any thoughts on, 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 on the season so far? Sounds like Munster is the team to follow out of these ones, especially because they're a rival of your team. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Cowden Beef, uh, fun fact for you, I think I've brought this up in the podcast before, uh, the last time Hearts were relegated to the championship, they were in the championship, uh, we beat them 10-0. Ah. So, yeah, some good <laughs> yeah. rivalries there between us. Uh, but gentlemen, that was a lovely update of the teams we do support and the teams that we're making Jeremy support. I look forward to getting you some Cowden Beef merchandise in the next couple of years. So, gents, shall we uh, go on to our bold predictions for 2021? Let's do it. Okay, Jack Green. You're very eager. Yes. You've come to us today dressed as a professor of science, and therefore, let's give your scientific thoughts on 2021 in sports. Right. First of all, no science. Um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, my first bold prediction, or uh, I guess we're kind of doing bold predictions and, and things that we're looking forward to seeing. And this comes under both. Um, Sheffield United are going to equal or get less than the 11 points that Derby County achieved in 07-08 to hold the record in Premier League history for the lowest amount of points recorded. They are shocking. Absolutely (laughs) shocking. And Wilder is a nub. So it makes me feel really good about it. He's an absolute prick. And he's, he's like, for those that know who Neil Warnock is, he's like Neil Warnock, but he's more smug. Um... I just, I just, he's a complete asshole. They did so well last year, and they were brilliant last year. Hats off, completely incredible. They were great the year before in the championship with us. They come up with us, and they were great. But they're not making eleven points this year. They are absolutely shocking. 
Yeah, it was interesting because if you actually think only like, what, six weeks ago on this podcast, we were talking about Sheffield United punching above their weight and how amazing they were doing. And they were the, you know, they were the, 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 the hipster team to follow. And almost immediately since we announced that in classic all our team form, <laughs> they have become the worst team in global f- soccer. I mean, it's unbelievable how bad they are. Uh, Jack, I don't know if you want to explain for our North American uh, listeners sort of uh, the significance of being worse than that Derby County team. I mean, I guess if you, you, you put it in the, it's a 38 game season. So 11 points in a, in a 38 game season. Um, I would imagine most people know the scoring, but three points for a win, one point for a draw. You've got to try quite hard to not get 11 points. But that season, Derby County were just ridiculed for being probably the worst team in Premier League history. They re- And they really weren't great. But I, th- I think... Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I think to in any situation to be the worst ever in anything is is a massive insult to your abilities and and to the players and uh, I don't know. The only difference is they don't have a Robbie Savage. Maybe Chris Wilder is is the the Robbie Savage of of Sheffield United. But again, for those that don't know the reference, Robbie Savage is basically <laughs> the one of the most hated footballers of all time for being a little wind up merchant. Um, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, Chris Wilder is that for for Sheffield United. So maybe it's it's the perfect formula, just a bad team with one asshole. Yeah, it's interesting as well because Sheffield United have, you know, at times played okay football. They just yeah. seem to yeah. not know how to score goals, which in football is is a wildly inconvenient uh, flaw. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I totally agree. I I I think I do think they'll finish with less points than Derby. I I do think it's going to happen. They're screwed. It's, it's hilarious. I think a, li- a little bit maybe they've been found out because they've done the same thing that they did last year and they were surprised last year and they, they caught a lot of teams off. But, they, you know, they, you can't even say that they haven't spent money. They spent £20 million on Ollie McBurney. Now, as a Scotland fan, not that you follow them that much as a national team, but you've no. seen him play football. He's not a £20 yes, million not striker, is he? And it's, it's just an example of the reason why they are where they are. They're not as good as the teams that went down last year. But last year they were levels above of teams like Norwich who went down, so it's it's a strange strange thing. It could be a confidence thing. I I don't know, but I will enjoy them not getting eleven points if I'm brutally honest. And what's also fascinating is there's a chance they're going to go to the Championship, and their bitter rival Sheffield Wednesday are going to get relegated from the Championship and go down to League One. So they still won't be in the same uh, division next year, but for different reasons. So. That'll be an interesting one. Uh, Jeremy Curo, uh, you know what it's like to support a team that uh, keeps on losing. Um, so sorry if that was triggering any sort of <laughs> levels of anxiety. Uh, but please, hit us up with your bold prediction for uh, 2021. Yeah, sure. First of all, uh, I don't know anything about Sheffield, the team, but I do remember uh, Gary Sheffield, former Yankee. He was a hell of a player. Uh, first thing for next year, uh, the the Masters being played again so soon in April. Um it was in, what, November last year? So that's yes. half a year in between instead of having to wait a full year. Uh, that's very exciting. Your boy DJ, long overdue, finally won last year. And I think that it's McElroy's time this year. No surprise to the listeners. Everyone knows how much I like him, or at least I hope they do because I bring him up a lot. But uh, I think he's absolutely <laughs> due for a win this year. So uh, I'll put my normal bet on Tiger and uh, lose, as I often do. Uh, always do, I should say, as I didn't bet the one year he won. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, <laughs> oh yes! Yeah. 
That is all our is teams. That, is, that, yeah. is that true? Yeah. Is that yeah. true? That's super. Oh, Jeremy. Yeah. Well done. Unbelievable. Yeah. I bet with my friend Curtis, who you might have met, Jack, in Australia. And uh, Curtis? Did you ever meet Curtis? Mm-hmm. Was he American? No, he's Canadian. Uh, no, the, no, just because I remember meeting an American Curtis. It no, mean no. He couldn't have been Jeremy's friend. No, what? I thought he was. You don't have to put this in, but I, I thought he was there. Uh, no, no, just I think a, this is riveting for the listener. For a brief, <laughs> for a brief little bit before, before I met you guys. Anyway, the bottom line. Uh, he also said he was going to start listening this week. Uh, what was well, I saying? Sorry, Curtis, Curtis, that I didn't meet you or I've forgotten you. Sorry. And called you American. Yeah, that's the real travesty here. It's Jeremy's fault. Uh, we're talking Tiger. Oh yeah, Tiger documentary comes out soon. That should be good. Uh, but yeah, back to McElroy. I think he's due for a win, and uh, you know maybe I'll start betting on him every year going forward since my uh, Tiger stuff hasn't paid off yet. Well, Jeremy, I'll jump in with my bull prediction for 2021, and that is that my boy Dustin Johnson will win the 2021 Open Championship over here in the UK. Now. Johnson dominated the Masters uh, just past that you just mentioned there in November. 20 under, which is a, an all-time record. Uh, a very bizarre uh, Masters with none of the Azaleas, no no fans. Although there was a lot more people on the sidelines than I thought they would be. They seem to just get every greenkeeper in America just to come along to, <laughs> to, uh, to, be, to, be, to, to watch, which was brilliant because you actually had you know the, the staff there right at the, the forefront of the tournament. I think that would be absolutely amazing uh, to have the privilege of doing that. Um, but for me... Dustin Johnson is the best golfer in the world right now. Um, now, Jack, for context, he's been uh, suspended three times uh, for failing drugs tests. Um, not performance enhancing, but uh, twice for cocaine and once for smoking marijuana. And a different day, a different podcast, we could get onto whether athletes should really be being suspended for, for smoking pot. But he's been leveled a lot of criticism at, at DJ uh, for, for not really being interested for because he's so chilled. Like, Jeremy, I don't know, is, is there a more chilled athlete on the planet than Dustin Johnson. It's unbelievable how calm he is, but I believe it was the US Open that he threw away with that uh, penalty shot uh, back in 2014, it could have been, and many said, well, would he ever win a major? Would he ever improve? Well, he's won two now, including the Masters, and I think next year at the Open, he will. I think he will win it. I, I think it's his time to shine. I think he is the best golfer in the world. He deserves to be world number one. And as we saw in his, <laughs> his post-match interview, um, once he'd... Once he'd uh, kissed uh, Jack's favourite, Paulina, uh, a congratulations, uh, a kiss, uh, you know, his brother, who's his caddy, was in floods of tears, but then Dustin himself was being interviewed, and he couldn't do the interview, he just, he just broke down into tears, and he couldn't, he couldn't finish it, they actually just had to end the interview, because he couldn't speak, I'd never seen that before, so, um, I can't wait for life to go back to normal next year i can't wait for golf to go back to normal i can't wait for the open to come back to the uk it's always in the uk it's literally it's selling point but i can't wait for the <laughs> open to actually be on and um and jeremy a little uh, a little one for you here i can't don't know if i can tempt you but 2022 the opens back at st andrews it's not oh. far from me just about an hour up the road in five door. was it it's difficult in, it's for in the you good to... bit of five Wait, it, was that what you went to when you saw him shank the shot into the parking lot? That is correct. Was that, that was hard to get tickets to? Um, no, not really. No. Um, I reckon we could do it, definitely. Yeah, so uh, look. 2022, you say? 2022. Um, also, I mean, let's just put it out there. I don't know. Christian, Yale, John, JD, boys. Whoever. I, Maybe yeah, not Brandon. I mean, Oh, no, no. no. Just, <laughs> just kidding. I'm, I'm not going to lie, boys. I'm a little um, bit insulted. You've just gone through six people and not asked me. Yeah. Well, you live Who? here. 
Yeah, but you haven't invited me. Very upset. Well, why would <laughs> oh. you just assume that we were going to? Yeah. Oh. That was rude. a joke. I didn't think uh, intellectuals like you, Jack, with your fancy new glasses, like going to sporting events. So. Um, I'm in it for the beer and the bitches, to quote the, oh, right. the kid off uh, Little Nicky. Nice one. Wow. All right, well, um, Rory McIlroy will win the 2021 uh, Masters. Dustin Johnson will win the 2021 Open. Jeremy will come to the 2022 uh, Open Championship at St. Andrews, and Jack will pick you up en route, don't you worry. Uh, And talking of Jack, uh, why don't you hit us up with your next bold prediction? Yeah, not so bold as the last one, maybe, but um, after having said... uh about the Bills winning the Super Bowl earlier on in, in, a, in an earlier podcast, sorry. Um, I believe that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be the first team since 2003, 2004 to win consecutive Super Bowls. Um, they've kind of had a, a strange season. They've dominated, but they've s- slipped under the radar a little bit. Steelers went, you know, um, <clears throat> 11-0 to start off the year, well, to almost finish the year uh, unbeaten. Um, there's been a lot more hype around teams like Buffalo that maybe weren't quite as ex- weren't as expected to to be where they are. A lot more talk around teams like the Saints with Breeze potentially in his last year. It feels like Mahomes has just casually done his thing, smashed it, thrown only three interceptions, and as an update, he's only he's thrown thirty three touchdowns, which I now need to compare to Josh Allen and Sam Darnold. Now. Last time we did this, I'm pretty sure Donald had only thrown three because Joe Flacco (laughs) had taken the reins to do something similar. Um, Josh Allen has thrown 28 touchdowns so far this season. Um, I will add at this point, he's he's also rushed six. So he has scored more touchdowns than Patrick Mahomes. But Sam Donald has thrown five. If your maths is any good... 33 all. It's not. <laughs> yeah, I know me and Jeremy were like, oh, please yeah. give me the answer. <laughs> so Patrick Mahomes is currently drawing with Josh Allen and Sam Darnold. So they combined awesome. I love to that. make a Hall of Famer, maybe. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Okay. So Ali, you win if they tie. <laughs> yes, yes, I win. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that was definitely stipulated. Yeah, I can't remember the bet. I don't know what, what I, I will win, I, I, win but... No. Jack good. gets to come to St. Andrews if uh, Josh Allen wins. But no, Kansas City are going to win the Super Bowl this year in my eyes. They're going to just quietly do- get on with it and they've they've just been way better than pretty much everybody. Jeremy Curo, are you taking the bet? Betting against the Chiefs? No, I don't think so. Um... But I, I am looking forward to them versus Buffalo and what's probably going to be the uh, conference championship. But oh. can't pick against a team in Missouri. No. <laughs> That's so true. Yep. They know it. Uh, we'll, add th- we'll add this to the All Our Teams World Tour when we finally do that one day. Mm-hmm. Oh, it'd be Missouri. great to go to Arrowhead with the three of us. Oh, I meant, I meant Jackson. But that's fine. Yeah, we could do the Arrowhead. <laughs> oh, we could, well, we could go to the whole state. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, only Missouri. That's all yes, we're gonna do. No, exactly. I, uh, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, Kansas City. They're just doing what Kansas City do. And God, Mahomes, he's so good. I even just like the way he talks, like in post-match interviews. Like even when it all goes wrong, you know. I have to say, like, I, 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 one of the press conferences, even Kyler Murray did, 
you know, like, he was just, it was one of those where the, you can obviously tell that the quarterback just so pissed off and doesn't want to be there. But I kind of hate it when they sort of turn into, like, a bit of a a child about it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's one game. You lost one game. You know, move on. Um, but I just don't really feel like you get that from Holmes. I feel every interview. No, you he's don't. just stoic the whole time. And, yeah, I'm a huge fan, so... Uh, yeah, that's a good one, uh, Jack. Um, is it bold? <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, Jeremy Kuro, do you have a bold prediction? Well, yes and no, sort of. No, actually, it's not bold. I was going to talk about <laughs> next year's NBA Finals, uh, which is most likely going to be the Lakers versus the Bucks. And while that's not really bold, I think it is more exciting now that there's three stars on Milwaukee after the addition to uh what is it JRU uh, Junior, Junior U. U Junior U Junior U, Junior U. Yeah. and uh, <laughs> and and all the other guys they have there now so although the Lakers are reloaded too and probably better than last year but uh Giannis better than ever LeBron still you know you could argue he's the best player in the league but I mean he has to start declining at some point right so We'll see how he holds up by the time the finals comes around after another long season. I imagine he's going to be in you know, physical uh, top shape coming then, but uh, that's going to be a really... We, we sort of missed it last year with, with Miami's rise all of a sudden, um, but I am looking forward to seeing Giannis most likely in the finals. I wouldn't be surprised if Boston made a move this year. I think Tatum and Brown are probably going to take steps forward. Uh, Kemba Walker's still really good, so... It could be Boston. It could be Miami again. I don't think it's going to be Toronto, unfortunately. Uh, but whoever makes it against the Lakers, as long as it's not the Nets, I'll be happy. Well, uh, Jeremy, you love you love golf. I love golf. You love the NBA. I love the NBA, which is why I also put down uh, something about the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, it should just be said, we don't discuss this pre-pod. We like to come on and just surprise each other with what mm-hmm. we've picked. And we picked two of the same subjects, which uh, which is brilliant. But yeah, I put down that my bold prediction was that the Milwaukee Bucks will win the 2020-21 NBA Ooh. title. Um, now, as I was writing this, my notes, I started to realise that this might not be bold, but just more a bit stupid, to be honest. <laughs> um, because at the end of the day, the Lakers do have LeBron and they do have Anthony Davis. Um, but... They, what a, I, you, you just covered that brilliantly there, Jeremy. And I, I agree. I think the Bucks are going to um, have uh, a, a great, a, a very solid season. And one of the main reasons for that is Giannis Antetokounmpo has, has he's done it. He's signed a five-year uh, Supermax deal. He's signed the, the, the richest deal in NBA history. Uh, five years at $228.2 million, I believe it roughly comes out to. Um, and it's just... It's wonderful. I'm wearing a Milwaukee Bucks hat tonight to celebrate this fact because we were talking off air, Jeremy, um, and, I, and I did want to bring this up in the pod tonight, which is like, this is just a win for the NBA. It's a, it's a win for the Bucks. It's a win for the NBA, and it's a win for small market teams in the NBA. We've spoken about it on this podcast before. Players wanting to make super teams. LeBron did it by moving to Miami Beach. Um, James Harden Let's be honest, we know he wants to go to Brooklyn to join mm-hmm. up with KD and, uh, and uh, Kyrie Irving. Um, it's, it, the, the, this is, you, you, you've said it so many times and so well, Jeremy, that the, the NBA, compared to any other sports, for some reason, there's this passion to make super teams and to move around until you find that perfect home. Yanis has, has 
finally said no. He's like, Miami, uh, Miami, Milwaukee even have brought me in um, and given me a home and given me a, a chance to prosper and he's now going to reward them. Uh, I mean, yes, they're rewarding him, but he's going to reward them by staying. And, and it's just, it's brilliant. He was, you know, the MVP last season. He's a two-time MVP. The 2020 bubble for Milwaukee was a disaster. I don't know what happened there. Milwaukee just did not turn up. Um, beating beat Orlando and then went out and was it five to to the Heat? I think it was. Mm. So, um, but it's just brilliant. I just love it. I just love that he's staying in Milwaukee. Um, I was reading a wonderful article on the Athletic, and I didn't realize this about Yanis. Was uh, at 12 years old, he was selling sunglasses on the streets of his hometown in in uh, Greece uh, to, to make money for his family and now he's going to have the richest MB deal of all time and it's just brilliant that he's going to be doing it in, in what is seen as a small market team and he's not you know as uh, David Aldridge said not everyone can play for LA so he's sticking to that and uh, I'm curious to see what happens so yeah maybe I'm a little bold by saying they're going to win the title but I agree with you they're going to challenge so um, got thoughts on Toronto are you, you nervous going into this year? I'm nervous. No, I've sort of accepted that they'll probably be the four or five seed. They'll make the playoffs. They may win round one. They may not. Um, but the East is more loaded than it's been in a while. Uh, it really depends on Siakam. Will he play like he did at the beginning of last year, uh, which made him an all NBA second teamer, I believe, or will he play like he did in the bubble, which was basically non-existent <laughs> between him, Fred Van Fleet and OG and Obi. It is an exciting future. And I don't think they're going to sign a huge free agent for one, because there aren't really any next year. You know, Victor Oladipo might be the top guy. Uh, but secondly, they don't have really get a lot of free agents in Toronto. Um, but I think a trade sort of similar to when they got Lowry, you know, a guy who's got potential but has sort of been forgotten about on his roster. Um, under the radar move like that, I could see Masai Ujiri making and, you know, within a few years could be back to the top of the East. Uh, we'll fire it back over to yourself, Jack, in a second here. Uh, very just run a question for myself. Do players get paid in Canadian or U.S. dollars? No, U.S. dollars. Raptors? U.S. dollars. Yeah. Interesting. It's just worth right. more when they live here. Yeah, for sure. All right, interesting one. Thank you, Jeremy. Um, Jack Green, talk to us, please. Yeah, um, my next one is, is, is not, a, it's not a bold... Well, I guess it is kind of a bold prediction with the way things are going at the moment. Fans in stands, and I don't mean a small dusting of fans in half of one stand i mean fans in stands i mean real audiences to real sports without us or any other media outlet yeah that's right um talking about covid19 i believe that by the end of next year and i do mean by the end of next year we will have sport back to what sport is supposed to be a spectator sport a spectator sport, fucking hell. A, spe- a spectacle and a, a moment for people to enjoy live. Oh, what am I doing? I'm going to leave this in. Um, just fans in stands anyway. COVID will be uh, away, from, um, away from the picture and we'll actually be able to go and enjoy seeing some of our teams lose at the end, by the end of next year. Fucking hell. That was difficult. No, I, I, well, I watched a, I don't know if I told you boys or if I've even said this uh, on, on a previous podcast, but I, I watched a, th- like a 30 minute YouTube compilation video of like the greatest sports moments of all time. And if I took anything away from this, it was that genuinely you need fans for there to mm-hmm. be a great sporting moment. Like you take fans out of 
that if you take fans out of that entire video, I was just watching thirty minutes of just people I don't know throwing a ball, hitting a ball, kicking a ball. Like it would just be rubbish. But with with the stadium full of fans and it's like a last minute play. Oh my days! It just you know some of them were you know the old proverbial getting the hair on the back of your neck going even teams that I didn't even like you know um, so. I agree with you, Jack. I hope it means life will go back to normal. And, uh, yeah, as we said in a previous pod, I think I don't even think there's any sports these days that, that don't really suit not having fans, even the ones that we thought did, like, would Tigers win at last year's, last year's Masters, 2019 Masters, have been anything the same without fans? No. So, uh, Jeremy. Yeah, I hope you're right, Jack. I think you will be. It'll be... Uh fucking great time to get back hopefully you don't what was it you lost your chips or something at a, a game no, away. <laughs> away. shared them graciously with the woman in front right right shout out to my friend josh who once uh, poured his entire beer on the couple sitting in front of him at a leaf game and they didn't even notice so amazing <laughs> or brandon our buddy brandon who threw his beer up in the air during after a bill's touchdown in buffalo landing on the girl beside us so, he tends to get into it pretty heavy at those. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait. Well, Jack, when you do finally get back to a stadium and launch chips at somebody, please update the pod accordingly. <laughs> um, Jeremy Curel, what is your, I believe, final bold, mm-hmm. uh, bold prediction? Yeah, I'm going a little off the board from my normal sports here and going to hockey. Um, the NHL will be restarting most likely in mid-January. And... As always, I talk myself into the Leafs being a possible Stanley Cup contender this year, and then the uh, season plays on, they do well, whatever, and they get to the playoffs, and they get destroyed, generally by Boston. Uh, This year, divisions are going to be a little different because we have seven Canadian teams here, and it's going to be basically impossible to cross the border to play every game. It looks like it's going to be a division of seven Canadian teams. That gives the Leafs plenty of opportunity to beat teams like Ottawa and Montreal. So I'm very much looking forward to those. And I do think the Leafs are the best roster in Canada right now, which should give them uh, an even higher leg up to make some real damage this year. Uh, Realistically, it's probably going to be the same as most years. However, they did add some grit with my former high school classmate, Wayne Simmons, signing with the Leafs this year, hometown boy. So one of my all-time favorite players. Looking forward to watching him this year with the Leafs. Uh, Jeremy, a couple of questions. One, why is it always Boston? Just always seems to be Boston. Uh, and two, are you aware if the NHL have made plans for the finals or is the hope that once the regular season's done, so is COVID? I'm sure that's the hope in every league. Um, they're still finishing out all the details. If I were to guess right now, their plan would probably be, probably be to play the regular season. Um, Canada just playing Canada, USA just playing USA. And then do another sort of bubble type thing for the playoffs. That's really all you can do. It worked last year. Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, Jack, you, you you like Toronto sports in parts. Thoughts on the Leafs? Um, Joe Thornton is the first part I feel like I have to say. The man is brilliant. Um, Jeremy, yeah, I'm sure you'll be able to drop your favorite quote from the man in just a minute. But um, <laughs> no, one good. of the best, one of the best beards of all time. Um, Oh, it's incredible. And he's he seems Absolutely to be incredible. loved everywhere by everyone. He's like, you know, he he played at San Jose for however many years, but he he seems to just be a a proper 
truly nice bloke and uh sounds like Toronto have, have really gained something in the locker room if anything um <clears throat> to, to to gain him on their roster um I have no idea um anything about the Seattle Kraken yet which is obviously going to be the team that I take on um so I need to to maybe start looking in I don't even know if they've done the 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 draft yet um I'm guessing they haven't um no nope. uh well we don't know I'll find out and I'll no, update you next time. Um, <laughs> we need oh, sorry, JD that, to answer was that, this. Was that, a, was that a question? It was. It, it was sort of a question. It was. Uh, it could have. Yeah. It, sorry. For anyone that knows. No, um, but no. <clears throat> need to need to keep updated with that. And there's uh, it's a league I definitely want to be following more this year. What's exciting is we can add uh, Joe Thornton to our new favorite list, which is our favorite Swiss people. Yes. People of Switzerland. So we can add him onto our list with Tina Turner, Ennis Cantor. And a uh, friend of the show, Danny, my good friend Danny, who you've, oh. who you've met, Jack, who's, yeah. uh, who's ha- he's half Swiss, half Swiss. Uh, so. That explains his last name. Shout out to Danny. Yeah, it does, yeah. So, um, yeah, there's our, there's our list of our favourite Swiss people. So if anyone's listening would like to add to this list, uh, just write it to our postcard, <laughs> my favourite Swiss, and I'll add it to the list for next week's uh, podcast. Um, well, let's hope the Leafs do well. Um I'm assuming Arizona will be absolutely shocking when the NHL season comes <laughs> Looking forward to that. Boys, my uh, my final bold prediction uh, for 2021, uh, sport I love to talk about often, as we know, is rugby, and it's that France will win the 2021 Six Nations. Not sure how bold a prediction it is, but maybe it is, Jack, because your beloved England is probably... Um, the best team in the world right now? I don't know. I think they are probably are, actually. Um, but yeah, I think France will win the 2021 Six Nations. Now they finished fourth in 2018, they finished fourth in 2019. Things started to improve in the Rugby World Cup, and I I and everyone um, strongly believe that, that France would have made the Rugby World Cup semi-final and probably had a chance to make, make the final had uh, Sebastian uh, Vahamina, which is uh, very easy for me uh, to say, being that I can... I once actually forgot my own name while uh, on a phone call, so I'm yeah, <laughs> glad I remembered his name. Um, that's, that's a g- genuine true story. For, forgot my own first name, which was embarrassing. Um, but yeah, Vahavamina, um, as I butcher his name again, he elbowed um, Aaron Wainwright in the face during the mall, and he was sent off. France imploded. Um, and and France were knocked out of the Rugby World Cup. France is always France's worst enemy when it comes to anything i would say in particular sport but france are so exciting they've got uh, the, the players that are coming through they've got antoine dupont who is the best scrum half in the world right now roman antomac who is is a halfback partner uh, playing number 10 uh, damien pinot teddy Toma, gregory aldrete who a uh, fun fact his dad uh, grew up in sterling for parts of his life. Oh, wow. So, there you a go. little local connection for us in Scotland. And uh, Camille Shah, who I want you to Google, uh, so that's uh, Camille and then C-H-A-T is in the French for cat, I believe it is, um, and just be stunned that he's only 24 years old. Genuinely looks about four years older than I am, and, I, I'm, and I'm old. So uh, he's nicknamed the neck because he literally just has a giant neck, not even a fake. Oh! A <laughs> but... Uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. What wow. a strange-looking guy. His yeah. chin just also... kind of forms out of a big pile of goo. <laughs> he needs that goatee. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. He really does. But also, wow. But also, eight eight years younger than I am. What's that all about? 
Look at the size of that guy. Oh, can you imagine? I mean, just imagine playing rugby against these guys these days. Absolutely insane. But yes, the point stands. I believe France will win the 2021 uh, Six Nations because I believe that they have the most promising future. I think they've got... They've made a great selection in their head coach. They've got just these young, exciting French players. And and yeah, I think France, as long as they can just keep their heads and not implode. Uh, we saw it in the Six Nations. Uh, Jack, remember we were watching the, the Scotland-France uh, game at your, at your place and, and France did it again. They lost their heads. They got a guy sent off and they lost They lost to Scotland. They were dominated in that second half by us, but they did have a man in the bin, uh, or sent off, I should say. So, so yeah, interested to see uh, if my bold prediction comes true, because I, I, you know, they would have won this year's Six Nations if Antoine Dupont hadn't misunderstood how many minutes there was left on the clock and booted the ball out, thinking the game was over. <laughs> um, it, 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 which meant England ha- uh, ended up with a last-minute penalty and uh, a losing bonus point. Without that losing bonus point, France would have won the the rugby uh, the Six Nations. I keep on to say rugby World Cup. So again, France were their own worst enemy. So. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. I don't know if you boys want to discuss anything about that. Camille Shah's neck again, maybe, or anything, anything Dude. at all. SpongeBob, like square pants type looking guy. That is just insane. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's an incredible build. Uh, it's amazing though. He's twenty four. I think he turns twenty five this month. He's played for six years. He already has about one hundred and twenty caps for Racing ninety two. So an unbelievable career, and uh, yeah. 24 and a giant cool. neck, so well done, Camille Shah. Uh, boys, that was fantastic, bold predictions for 2021. If uh, if we don't have anything else to talk about, uh, then Jack, I would love you to host a quiz. Oh, oh, you do not know what you're in for, boys. So, this could be the last pod we do before Christmas, so it is entirely a Christmas-themed quiz. Okay. It's sports at Christmas, right? So it's not okay. entirely for that. Christmas. Um, It'd be a disaster if this was just on the movie oh. Elf or something. um so there's a few different formats to the questions it's getting i got a little bit crazy with this um there's definitely bonus points there's always bonus points in my quizzes i'll try and keep score i do i'll give it i'll I'll give it this would would explain the professor look that you've got yeah that's exactly making more sense difficult difficult questions from a intelligent young professional um Anyway, moving on very swiftly. Uh, so there's a f- I'll explain the question before. Is some mature, false, and blah 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 blah. Right, start off if you're ready. Um, yes. <laughs> true or false? Lloyd Christmas is the name of a former NFL middle linebacker. Oh, I'm gonna say true. False. True there. Okay. Um, it is false. That is the name of Jim Carrey's character in Dumb and Dumber. Ah. Oh yeah. So Jeremy, you take a one 0 lead, and, and as the listener will remember and recall, this is the battle for the just the, the bottom of the quiz rankings. <laughs> you never yeah. Wins. yeah, I think my last win was episode two. Yeah. Okay. Twenty so is, episodes ago, for context. This is, wow. This is very much. This is the very jets much of jet, the quizzes, Jets and yeah. Jaguars. They, they, jets exactly. And Jaguars right here. All right. So that's one nil, uh, Jeremy. Right. Uh, next question. The Ghost to the Post is a famous moment in NFL history from a divisional playoff on Christmas Eve in 1977. But what famous ghost was the name of the player that received the 42-yard <laughs> pass for the winning touchdown? 
And I'll give you a bonus point if you can tell me the names of the teams that played in the game as well. For each team. Three points. I mean, that is grabs. the the most spectacular question that's ever been asked on this this podcast. I asked you if the uh, what did I ask? The Subway Jalapeno 250 was a race. I mean, we've taken this to another level. Uh, Jeremy, would you would you like to go first? Okay, I remember I watched like an NFL network special and they had all the top plays and, and Ghost to the Post or whatever was one of them. Uh, I have no idea who it was, what teams. I'm going to say it was a guy called uh, probably Casper, Dennis Casper. What was the other part of the question? The teams. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you if oh, you're okay. right or not. I'm going to let Alex yeah, yeah. as well, yeah. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to say it was, uh, well, the Bills never do anything well. Uh, so Raiders and uh, Broncos. Okay, Ali? Right. Does the, does the, does the player need to be Christmas-themed? No, it's a I'm ghost. So the player's, the player's last name is the name of a famous ghost. Oh, right, okay. Um, and then it's the team, two teams oh. that played. Right, so it was uh, Buster Ghost was the player. <laughs> <laughs> and he played for him. The teams were the Cincinnati Bengals, who I bring up on every podcast, and they were playing the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Okay, so the name of the player, Ali, I think you may have missed the point, was Dave Casper. So you get a point, Jeremy, yeah. for Casper. Hey, I was pretty close. Which is the name Dennis of a famous Casper. ghost. Um. <laughs> And the teams oh, were the Baltimore right. Colts <laughs> and the Oakland Raiders. So Jeremy gets two points for that question. Oh yeah, right. Um, can I just state I didn't. It wasn't that I misunderstood the question. I just couldn't think of another NFL player with the surname Casper or like another famous ghost. So I. Yeah, I, I sort of cheated and just screamed out the only famous ghost I could think of before you could take it. I do realise, though, I've come across like a complete moron. <laughs> <laughs> At least okay. you're consistent. Yeah. Ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, oh, this is a good one. I like this question. The, <laughs> the only time uh, footballer Roque Santa Cruz won the Premier League Player of the Month <laughs> was for December. True or false? <laughs> I should probably add that in at some point. <laughs> Love if it was just a statement. Yeah, yeah. Just a statement. Ah, true. Yeah, I'm gonna go with true. Need to get some points back here. Mm-hmm. Do I get a? Do I get a? Do I get a bonus point if I name the name? Nah, I can't think of that. There's Jeremy, no bonus points. I'm sorry, but I've been to Santa Cruz, lovely little town. Uh, I'm gonna say false. It is true. Ali claws a point back. Roque Santa Cruz won the Premier That's League a great name. month for Blackburn Rovers. In December, at some point, can't remember the year. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> um, okay, here's uh, here's another massively loaded bonus point question, Ali, for you to get a chance back in. So Michael Jordan lost his first ever NBA Christmas Day matchup. True or false? True. What's the? Oh, oh I'll go false then. Okay, so the answer is true. So Jeremy gets the original point. Um, right. Okay. I'll give you a bonus point if you can tell me the team he played against. Ali, you go first. So this is his first ever Christmas Day game? Yes. Oh, because what, what year would this have been? Because that, that's 84? That is yeah, a, but would they, have played? Would, they, would they have played in 84? That is a bonus point on Christmas? question, so I'm not going to oh. tell you the answer. 
Because the Bulls, the Bulls wouldn't have been yeah, true, very they were... good in '84, so I reckon it would have been later. Uh, let's go with uh, let's go with the uh, Indiana Pacers. Ali, that is incorrect, Jeremy. God, another Eastern team, probably who was good in the uh, Northwestern, uh, Houston. That is incorrect. It was the New York Knicks. Oh, ah. oh yeah, okay. Um, I will give a bonus point for whoever can get the closest score. Uh, 87-75. That's really weird. I was going to say 87. I honestly was. No no joke. Okay. Uh, 92-89. Okay, well, it was 86-85, so you should have said 87, Ali. Jeremy gets another bonus point. And I didn't write down the year, and I'm not going to look for it, so that's not going to be a bonus point. It's fine. It's in the 80s at some point, I don't know. What if okay. I just say 89 and then give myself the point? Yeah, I'm fine yeah. with that. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Ali gets a point. Thanks. Well done. All right, cool. All right, so um, it's 5-2, five, it's five but I've cheated okay. for one of them. So. Okay. Hey. Um, true or false, Johnny Jolly is a former defensive tackle in the NFL. You can go, go ahead, Ali. I'll go false. False. Oh, I'll take yeah. true. Jeremy looks like he knows it. It is true. I don't. Oh, well, you're right. Um, his full name is Johnny Ray Jolly Jr. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Uh, I think he played for the Green Bay Packers at some point. Um, Green giant. Exactly. He was pretty big. Um, last true or false one. Uh, Garth Snow is a former NHL goalie. Oh, yeah, true. Definitely. I believe we've talked about Garth Snow on this podcast oh. before. God. Does that mean I'm uh, I'll take that. So, it, it, it's true. It is true. Because uh, remember, he, <laughs> he he was the goalie, and then, the, the, and then he retired, and the next day he was the GM. Of the oh, New York yeah. Islanders. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And still oh, yeah, is. We did talk about him. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So That was in our worst contracts segment or something. Yeah, so it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, I didn't remember that, so well remembered. Um, so Christmas 2008, the LA Lakers beat the Boston Celtics to end an impressive win streak. How many games was the streak? This Jack, is the year after Boston won the it. Question, please. Yes, Christmas Day 2008, the LA Lakers beat the Boston Celtics to end an impressive win streak. How many games was that streak? Well, that's still pretty early in the season. Uh, 13. So, is this a trick question? It is not a trick question. So, it doesn't include the previous previous season? Mm, Oh, I I don't know the answer to that question, if I'm brutally honest. Um, All I know is that they were on a win streak, and it ended. I don't think they went undefeated to get to Christmas. Alright, I'll go 18. Ali, very, very, very close. 19 games was the win streak. Um, nice. So a point to Ali and a bonus point. If either of you can tell me what milestone Phil Jackson achieved on the with that very same victory. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a punch to be honest, but <laughs> it's not an easy thing to suddenly know. Do you know what I mean? But oh, okay. Uh, Phil Jackson, I uh, I don't know. He won the most games as a as a man with a mustache. Unless <laughs> 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 Jeremy comes. Is he the first it. one to win as a player and coach on Christmas? 
No, oh, it's, that's a it great was one. His, uh, it was his 1,000th win as an NBA coach. So we probably weren't ever going to get that, but I thought I'd put it in there. Interesting <laughs> facts. Right, now there's a little section that's going to require you guys to make some sort of noise as if you had a buzzer. Um, so um, I'm going to need you to sample them first as well. So Ali, what's going to be your buzzer? <laughs> Jess. Huzzah. Oh, nice, nice. Okay. So the, it's complete the name. So I'm going to give you either the first name or the last name, uh, which is a Christmassy name. And you have to tell me after buzzing in, obviously, what the other name is. <laughs> To get the point. Okay, okay. let's spend some time on this. <laughs> and instead of saying the name, I'm going to say blank. Right? Yes. Okay. So, this is the most fun I've had all week. Right? There's, there's, there's two for the first one. So there's a chance for two points here. It's a big moment. Okay. Blank. Both of them are the first names. So I'll just do it once. Blank. Rudolph. And they are current NFL players. Wait, they're both uh, last name both, Rudolph? Both last name Rudolph, and they're both <laughs> NFL players. Ali, made, Ali has already made his silly noise. Go. Okay. I didn't really understand the question because I was laughing. So. Right. So it, Could this be any name? Like Mason, Mason last, Rudolph? Mason Rudolph is one of them. Well done. Okay, thank you. Do you know Do you the other one? The second one? <laughs> uh, no. No, okay, I don't. So pass on to Jez. Kyle. Kyle Rudolph. The Rudolph boys, one each. life, 2K20. Oh, are they oh, they're related? No, that I makes don't sense. think so. No. Oh, okay. Um, that makes less sense. Uh, blank Holiday <laughs> from the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Ali, you <laughs> make a funny noise. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't think you heard me. Uh, Junior U Holiday. That is correct. Junior U Holiday, Dream. the NBA yeah, enigma. Dream. And there's another one. Uh, there might be. I, I don't. I don't have that. Huzzah! <laughs> if there is, I don't know it, and it's not in the quiz. Oh, there's two um, more. His brothers, Justin and Aaron. Yeah, well, they don't have a funny name, so they don't count. No, they don't. Um, so no point awarded. Uh, and finally, the last one, um, Rudolph Blank. So we're looking for the last name. A retired Czech Republican football player. <laughs> yeah. Um. So his surname needs to be stupid, does it? No. No, it doesn't right. need to be stupid. Uh, his first be, name's his just name, Rudolph. His first name. His is name Rudolph. is Rudolph. Uh, Rudolph. Uh, he's from the Czech Republic. Uh, Rudolph Prague. <laughs> I don't know. Smooth. Jeremy, I'm going to pass it to you, which is brilliant because I knew Ali would get this one wrong, even though he is actually an absolute hero of Ali's. One of the. Uh, most famous heart of Midlothian, ah, heart of Midlothian players oh. of all time, Jeremy. Rudy um, well, I'd let him have a guess. Well, that's it, him. It, it yeah. is Rudy Scatchel, but Ali got it wrong, so he doesn't get a point. In fact, I will give Jeremy a point because Ali doesn't know his own favourite players. Oh, Jeremy. that is outrageously embarrassing. Rudy Scatchel. I'll take it. Rudolph Rudy Scatchel. And that is the end of your quiz, boys. And I'm pretty sure nice. Jeremy's won it. Woo! It's possible. I don't know. I didn't keep score. Uh, Jeremy, you had at least like nine points, oh. and, and I didn't. Victory. So you win. You win. Ali, I thought that uh, 
former NFL player Frosty Rucker might make an appearance there. <laughs> I thought oh, about Frosty it. Frosty Rucker. <laughs> he definitely was on the list. Yeah. Anyway, nice quiz. Good job. Yeah, that was a great quiz. Thank you, Jer- uh, Jack. Sorry. Uh, thank you very much. I was like, I like that one with Rudy Scatchel. Yeah, I actually didn't know his his Christian name was Rudolph. Genuinely didn't know that. There you go. Uh, so there you go. Yes, uh, Jeremy, for context, uh, just an all-time legend of Heart of Midlothian Football Club. Absolute hero. Nice. Absolute hero. So I am embarrassed and on that note I think it's time to embarrass ourselves more by doing the Iron Shakes Tweet of the Week I, I think we should start calling it Cheek of the Week Oh, so cute. oh Jeremy I like that uh, Half of these this week are sports related My plan was to do one and then of course I've done six So, and they're all from this week keep in mind because he tweets like oh, a minimum ten times a day and uh, something else to keep in mind, they're all all caps with zero punctuation. <laughs> so, Brilliant. number one, the Iron Sheik's tweet of the week. Fuck the leftover meatloaf. Today I have ice cold beer for lunch. Respect. I be honest with you. I never trust someone who does not finish their beer. Finish the beer or get out of my life, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> and uh, the Sheik actually... Uh, appears to be a sports fan because he live tweets during NBA and NFL games. So uh, he was watching the Bills game the other night when he said, Stefan Diggs is no jabroni. <laughs> and on the subject of the NBA, the Kyrie and KD look excellent. <laughs> uh, I guess he was just watching the Ravens game too because he said, if I lose the fantasy football because Lamar Jackson had to take a shit, I swear to the Jesus, <laughs> I will camel clutch the fucking TV. <laughs> the camel clutch being his uh, finishing submission move for context. Oh. And his last one, he's weirdly targeted the cartoon character Caillou. So last tweet of the week for the Sheik. Caillou, you are punk, no good son of a bitch. You are lucky I don't find you. I put you in the camel in the camel clutch, break your fucking neck. You are the jabroni of the earth. I never respect you, low life, skinny garbage. Go fuck yourself, Caillou. <laughs> what the fuck? So the Sheik was on one last week. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. That Lamar Jackson one's uh, takes the biscuit. That was great. Mm. Yeah, that is a brilliant one. Absolutely. Um, thank you very much, Jeremy, for Sheik of the Week. Uh, also, the name so much better than what I'd come up with, which was just to, you know add many words into there uh jack it's time for your newest segment um which um you can why well why don't you introduce it okay well this was actually suggested to us by friend of the show yale um who who decided that it would be good for me to have a twat of the week um segment where basically i get to offload um about people i don't like so um, <laughs> I, I love it, Yale. I like that you're appreciating that I don't like a lot of people and that, you know, <laughs> giving me the opportunity, some, some, uh, some time here. So without wasting any more, um, twat of the week this week is Paul Dolan, the owner of the Cleveland Indians. Now he is quoted as saying that their name is no longer acceptable in our world. Now... While most of us in this world would agree with him, um, a very strong statement, which you could be forgiven for assuming meant an immediate change. But no, Mr. Dolan then continued to say that we will be the Indians throughout 2021. And then after that, 
it's a difficult and complex process to identify a new name and do all the things you do around activating that name. Dolan said, we are going to work as qu as quick a pace as we as we can while doing it right. Um, but we're not going to do something just for the sake of doing it. Uh, we're going to take the time we need to do it right. We don't want to be the Cleveland baseball team or some other interim name. We will continue to be the Indians until we have identified the next name and hopefully that takes us through multiple centuries. What a fucking douchebag. Like, I'm sorry, but don't tell me that you're going to support the idea of getting rid of these names that are clearly, clearly outdated and massively offensive to a lot of people and then say, yes, but we're going to sit on it for two years while we think of a good name to replace it. Washington, when they eventually did it, they did it by changing their name to football team, which sounds terrible and it looks terrible, but they did it. Their, you know, their logo is a W, like, it's shit, but they've done it. Don't sit on it for a year. Like, you've, when does the baseball season start? Spring? You've got three months to think of a good name. Put it out to the fans for a month. Come up with some great names like the, what was the Seattle one that you came up with? The, I don't know, like the Taming Shrew or something, some ridiculous... <laughs> Um, like you know, it could be anything, but you're gonna come up with running a name. salmon, running salmon, fantastic. Take that name, fuck it. It sounds better. <laughs> Cleveland sports are shit anyway. Like, just do something about it. It like it's annoying me. Like, there's the same week where Major League Baseball have finally accepted. I won't use the original name used, despite the fact that the uh, the commissioner plastered the original name. Um, all over the news when he was talking about it. Um, basically, the, the segregated black leagues have now been recognised as part of Major League Baseball history and now their records will be in line with the MLB's records and Hall of Famers are all in the same place, which should have been done years ago. But it's in the same week and the Indians have turned around and said this. So, twat of the week goes to Paul Dolan. Change your fucking name. Get over it. Because we all know you need to do it. Nice one, Jack. Uh, breaking news. The Iron Sheik also has an opinion on the subject. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Where he tweets out, crossover. KC Chiefs, Atlanta Braves, you need new names too. Otherwise, I break your fucking necks. <laughs> <laughs> he has a point. He like does. It. He does. Um, Jack, first of all, that was wonderful. Thank you. Um, quick uh, question slash statement on this. Um Nike announced that they would not sell Washington football, as we are now known, the Washington football team. They would not sell their products while they were known as their previous name. Have any large corporation spoken to the Cleveland Indians and said, we will not sell your stuff until you change your name? Because I think we may have just answered why they're not changing their name next year. Not to my knowledge, um... If I'm honest, I don't know the sponsors of the Indians. I don't know who they are. Um, but, like, yeah, I guess I guess you're probably right, really. And that's such a, a, a terrible and upsetting thing to know that that's the truth. Um, but I still, I think for, for an owner to come out and be so kind of lackadaisical about it, despite the fact that he his original statement was so convincing that he was going to make this change and that it was 
you know, it was to be the end of an era that should be forgotten and to, to move on swiftly, just not that quickly. It's, it seems like he came in with a lot of confidence and then lost it all very, very quickly. Um, it's a shame if that is the real reason that Norwood's put pressure on him so he doesn't need to do it. Um, and I'm sure the fans, there's going to be a lot of fans that don't want to change their name because that's their team. And I, I get that to some extent, but come on, it's, it is 2020 and it is going to be the 2021 season. Let's change your name. Be just Cleveland for a year. Why not? Like maybe you'll be better. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a real shame. Hopefully in that case, of course, someone does say, right, we're not going to sell your stuff. And that, that happens to be the linchpin. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you've enjoyed our two newest segments. <laughs> well, sh- sh- I think we might week. need to take a week off that chic segment. <laughs> chic of the week. Uh. Chic of the week, and uh, yes, Jack's uh, twat of the week. And I think this week we can absolutely confirm that Paul Dolan is a twat. So good work, Jack. Uh, you spoke very well, as always, uh, gents. Wonderful podcast. I do enjoy when we pod as a trio. Um, shall we end with our favourite segments? I do have uh, one one quick question out to Yale. Um, we we were confused as to which way you say the word twat. Now, as Brits, me and Ali say twat, uh, many North Americans say twat. So if it is possible for you to make Very a small weird. voice recording of the way in which you do use this slightly offensive, very British word, um, it may get put on the show. Um, It will get put on the show, because it's hilarious. Um, Yeah, so uh, just hit us up. And bonus points if Yale and you record this while just in general conversation. So, yeah, that's one there. Um, Can you use it in a sentence? (laughs) Is that a spelling bee? All right, boys, uh, let's do top threes. It's the best sporting moments of 2020, which uh, a couple of us discovered was quite difficult to remember anything that had happened in 2020, but we'll give it a good go. Jeremy Curo, we do this every week. You can start, you can defer. What do you want to do, bud? Yeah, off air, Jack said he'd like to go first. This week, so <laughs> God's sake. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> every time. Yeah. It does mean, though, that I can jump in front of what I'm hoping is is either a, a shout-out or one of your you guys' is, uh Moments of the year. Starting this podcast has been one of my favourite sporting oh. moments of this year. That's got true Alistair Kirk Beauty. cheese written all over it, but it's uh, oh. it has been. It's been brilliant, and I've very much enjoyed it. Oh. As especially as this may be one of the, the last one we do this year with the Thursdays coming up, which is our normal day, being very big days this year. So um, yeah, it's been great, boys, and hopefully it carries on for a long time. Um, Absolutely, thank you, Jack. I haven't, I haven't written that. Down, <laughs> oh, you so. bastard! <laughs> <laughs> bastard! I didn't do that. Um, yeah. Next one. Um, it what? Kind of similar level of as my my twat of the week. I won't go into it too much, but players acknowledging social in- injustice on a global scale is has been a massive thing this year, um, and uh, hopefully continues to be a thing as it is still a thing. If that makes sense. Um, swiftly moving on though the the one big thing that especially we talked about it during lockdown and everything with COVID um, the Champions League and the Europa League tournament brackets that ended the competitions I thought that was one of the best things that has happened to sports I don't know if you guys remember that I, I didn't really have a lot to say was great 
as a result of COVID, you guys were big on the NBA bubble and things like remember. that. But I, I wasn't a fan of the way that things turned out. But the brackets in European football were fantastic. The way that they did it as in as if it was an intense tournament, broken down more like a playoff bracket in, in North America. I think that's got to stay. It made it an, fantastic as a as a, to view as as an especially as a neutral made me way more engaged with the with the competition. So hopefully that comes back next year. Well, amen to all of them, Jack. Love that. Absolutely. Uh, Jeremy Kuro. I feel a bit bad now because, <laughs> you know, Jack's talking about starting this podcast and standing up for social injustice. And here I am bringing up Jimmy Butler selling coffee for $20 a cup. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you did, which was, really uh, which was one of my shout-outs. Uh, the other shout-out being uh, The Rock purchasing the XFL. Oh, yeah. And what that could mean. Uh, going into the future, I really enjoyed the XFL this past year. Uh, the star of it was now Panthers backup quarterback PJ Walker, who actually looked pretty good in his lone start. Uh, so looking forward to that coming back and hoping that the Rock suits up for a game oh. or something like that. Do Imagine they, that. Do they show the XFL here, Jack? I've never seen again. I don't think so. Well, it's it it wasn't on for very long. It was on for maybe five six weeks, and then oh. like everything else, it got shut down, and but it got canceled for good. Uh, and I'd much rather have The Rock owning it than uh, Vince McMahon owning it. For sure. Anyway, on to the real top three uh, of my moments from 2020 Sporting World. Number three, Raptors forward OG Ananobi's game-winning three-pointer against Boston in the playoffs. Unbelievable. Uh, with five seconds left, yeah. Uh, Kyle Lowry with an unbelievable, like, 20, 30-meter pass across the court right into his hands. Within the 0.5 seconds, he gets the shot off, drains it for the win. So that was pretty amazing. Number two, uh, this just happened a few weeks ago. The Jets losing to the Raiders <laughs> on the last second. Hail Mary. Uh, <laughs> helping yes. secure uh, or at least inching closer to that number one pick. Uh, at just like me in our dynasty league, finishing dead last and securing that top pick. Hopefully my team can as well. Uh, and number one, uh, Jack, you mentioned good things that came out of the pandemic. My personal favorite thing was cardboard cutout fans yes. uh, in the stands of, of nearly every league, including uh, oh, terrorist Osama bin Laden. <laughs> so uh, I, I've infinitely enjoyed those. And, and one guy, I, I think it was for an MLB team, bought it was either 30 or 50 just of himself drinking a pint of beer and, and filled the infield with it. So uh, <laughs> something enjoyable to take away there. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, for, for me, uh, the NBA bubble, Jack, you mentioned it there. Uh, I love the bubble. Um, so honorable mentions, this is, by the way, uh, it was the NBA bubble. Uh, it, it, it proved that Adam Silver is the best commissioner out there. It was a brilliant tournament. Um, I've not put it in my top three favorites because, of course, we had to have the bubble in general, which was negative. But uh, I enjoyed it nonetheless. I've got the... Uh, Scotland beating France in the 2026 Nations. Scotland qualifying for the 2021 Euros um, for the first time in 22 years. The Spurs 6-1 win over Manchester United. And uh, Kyler's Hail Mary to DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, um, you... Not that long ago. Uh, sorry about that, Jack. Uh, you picked up the podcast and I've just slagged your team. So <laughs> um, but yeah, my top threes, uh, we, we mentioned them earlier. Dustin Johnson winning the Masters. It was so wonderful to see him win the Masters. Um, I, I genuinely... Love the man. He's brilliant. Um, incredible golfer. He's proving his critics wrong. And yeah, just, just him getting emotional at the end. It shows how much 
um, how much he cares about about playing golf and, and winning these tournaments. And uh, it introduced Jack to his wife, so that was a bonus for us all there. So. <laughs> um, yeah. My another thing I loved uh, motorsport in twenty twenty. You boys know I love motorsport. We don't really talk about it as much on the podcast. Um, these days, but I love motorsport. It was so good during 2020 from, from the BTCC to NASCAR to supercars uh, down under. Um, just brilliant racing, and, and it, it brought a sense of normality back in a, in a very un, abnormal world this year because unlike other sports where there are no crowds and, and it, it makes a difference, motorsport... Let's be honest, when there's a, a very loud car engine, you're not paying attention to the crowds anyway. Um, so uh, so that was good. And yeah, um, you know, Jack, you, you brought up us starting the podcast and, and all, all the wonderful work that players have done with, with, with social and political injustice. Um, I've gone for something very similar, um, which was my favourite thing of, uh, of 2020, which was Lou Williams visiting a strip club. <laughs> so, yes. big up to Lou Williams uh, heading to Atlanta and just breaching all protocol for some boobs. Um, gents, that was wonderful. And I think that's, is, is that it? The, the, the last part of 2020, the year, the year we founded it. What a moment this is. Um, that's right. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Jack, just... you could you could do a compilation, <laughs> twenty twenty <2020 laughs> yeah. compilation. God, that would be incredible. Just yeah, I don't know. Cold play in the background. Oh, I can see it now. That's wonderful. Wish I had the talent. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, thank you to you for listening. Uh, without you listening, there would be absolutely no point in us sitting here uh, rambling on about sports. Um, some of you have listened since day one when we started in the summer during the height of the, the COVID-19 pandemic, and here we are now, 23 episodes deep. So thank you so much for listening, for your support, for uh, getting others to listen. I know for sure that I've got some friends who have told others uh, to, to follow us on social media and, and start listening. So thank you very much for doing so. Um, please subscribe, download, share. Um, we uh, we really appreciate the support. If you have any feedback, uh, don't send it to our Gmail account. Don't <laughs> password, but fire it to our, inst- uh, our Instagram page. Any questions, if you want to give Jeremy a new team to support, and most importantly, if you want to add anyone to our top Swisses in the world, <laughs> people from Switzerland, please get that to us as soon as you can. But ladies and gentlemen, we will be back in 2021 to talk more sports. So, for the last time in 2020, Jack Green, thank you and good night. Good night, gentlemen. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening this year. We'll be back next year with plenty more content. Um, Merry Christmas to all and a Happy New Year. Jeremy Curell, for the last time in 2020, thank you and good night. See you, boys. And yeah, like Jack said, thanks. It, it really means a lot to people that have listened. Um, as you said, we'll be off for a few weeks, likely. So that's lots of time to come up with some ideas for not only uh, questions for the podcast, but future segments as well. So uh, anybody who does listen, I know at, le- my, at least my buddies Christian and Yale seem to always have some ideas. So um, hopefully after you guys hear this, uh, we'll be having a couple pints over Christmas and uh, come up with some new ideas. So uh, good night, boys. And thanks, everyone, again. Absolutely. I have been Alistair Kirk. And yeah, just have a really Whoa. nice Christmas. Just really love the what Christmas, guys. real name thing about? <laughs> mm-hmm. Happy New Year. Woohoo! Christmas.